Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Every day we're on the ground is another day we know that ISIS-K is seeking to target the airport and attack both U.S. and allied forces and innocent civilians. That was uh, from Biden's fourth or fifth round of trying to get the messaging right on the growing debacle in Afghanistan. While we have gotten tens of thousands of people out in the last week or so, it's not clear how many of those were Americans, how many were Afghans that had been actively helping us, how many of them were just active uh, Afghans that didn't want to live under an oppressive 12th century regime, which is plenty of them. Allegedly, the administration is going to brew up some more specific uh, numbers of who's left and who's gotten out uh, today, but we'll see. Um, yesterday, the G7 got together via video conference, and, and uh, Biden said, we're not going past the 31st. They all made it clear, hey, look, we've got hundreds and or thousands of our countrymen in Afghanistan, and if you leave, they're all going to die. So, hey, old Joe, you've got to stay past August 31st. Taliban says, no, you can't. Joe says, we're leaving by the 31st, but I am having the Pentagon State Department develop contingency plans in case we don't. So if that strikes you as clear as mud, um, it should. It should. Nobody knows what's going on. As I said last hour, it's possible this last week, which has been a horrendous humanitarian nightmare, will uh, be known as the good old days if things degenerate. The question is, well, it's kind of an inter- interrelated set of questions. <sighs> what does the Taliban decide is in their best interests? Do they act the tough guy? Do they get concessions, piles of money or whatever, and then get every freaking American out of their country so they can just rule their hellhole with their iron-fisted, twisted view of Islam? Or do they decide there's some sort of value in humiliating the great Satan by openly holding hundreds, if not thousands, of hostages, executing a few or a dozen or a hundred or a thousand uh, I just don't know. You have to remember with these people, they are brutal. They are stuck in the, you know, the, the, the Middle Ages, but they are wily. They are brutally tough. And, and you, you can't underestimate them. It'd be like, you know, being out in the tundra and thinking, well, wolves are stupid as they surround you. So I don't have to worry about wolves. No, these people are cunning and they are brutal. Having said that, I just became aware of the story not too long ago. There are at least two dozen San Diego County students and 16 parents stranded in Afghanistan, unable to get to the airport in Kabul after a summer trip to visit relatives. The families are from the Cajon Valley Union School District in the the eastern part of San Diego County. They're among thousands of individuals waiting to leave the country in the chaos amid the U.S. uh, pullout of troops. Uh, some of the folks from the school district said the children range from preschoolers to high school students. They said the students went there on summer break with their family to visit extended family members. Um, quoting uh, the district's director of family and community engagement, uh, which sounds suspiciously like one of those equity people, but neither here nor there for this story. Quote, we have a long summer break. Nobody knew the extent of what was going to happen. Nobody knew it was coming. Their extended families in Afghanistan, they went to see their family. They went back, likely before the troops left, so they could say hello or goodbye one more time. What, uh, et cetera. 
Uh, the government is allegedly accelerating efforts to rescue Americans, but they have not been uh, seen uh, or heard from in terms of getting to the airport. 24 missing students and a couple of dozen parents from San Diego County are stranded, Jen Psaki, in Afghanistan. Uh, what their circumstances is difficult to say. Uh, in clip 57, Michael, we have an American woman who is currently stranded in Afghanistan. We are stranded at home. We can't get to the airport. When we try to get to the airport, we either get beaten up or we are afraid for our lives. Taliban are going door to door looking for um, for people who has uh, worked with the U.S. government, for, of course, for the U.S. citizens. So our lives are in extreme danger. We get more of uh, news to uh, stay put than to be told that you're going to be evacuated. This is not this is not comforting at all because we don't know if we're going to make it out. Remember, Jen Psaki is angry at you for saying stranded. I hope she chews out that woman if she makes it back unraped and alive to the United States. Uh, Peter Ducey on Fox News was reporting on the situation, the GOP response, etc. 55, please, Michael. The sooner we can finish, the better. Each day of operations brings added risk to our troops. But the completion by August 31st depends upon the Taliban continuing to cooperate and allow access to the airport. Republican Senator Ben Sass says, damn the deadline. The American people are not going to surrender our fellow citizens to the Taliban. Top Biden administration officials briefed top Republicans today. Either Joe Biden is lying to us or he's not in touch with the team that just briefed us in the room. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was there, too. There's no possible way that we can get every American that's still in Afghanistan out in the next seven days. And what's really interesting is everybody, including our G7 allies, agrees with Kevin McCarthy. They're stating it openly, yet the Biden administration has continued to ignore reality and make nonsensical statements. Uh, like the ones we described earlier. Roll on with 56, Michael. The White House's position has been they'll get everyone out. First of all, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. Not true, according to an American government worker and mom trying to leave Kabul. We are stranded at home. We can't get to the airport. When we try to get to the airport, we either get beaten up or we are afraid for our lives. And promised calls, texts, emails from diplomats aren't helpful. We get more of uh, news to uh, stay put than to be told that you're going to be evacuated. The White House addressed her concerns today. This is someone in Kabul who says, I am stranded. Uh, So is is there a better word for somebody who can't leave the house to get to the airport because Jake Sullivan says ISIS is outside the airport? I I would welcome you providing their phone number and we will reach out to them today. And I can assure you of that. So we have probably eight to 11,000 Americans still stranded in Afghanistan. And apparently the way you get some help is by getting word to Peter Ducey or Sean Hannity, and he will pass on your number to Jen Psaki, who will then arrange to have you rescued. I, I can't even speak to how strange and, and, and how Emperor's New Clothes-ish that is. Are you kidding? That's your response? Give me your number, I'll call her. Oh, my God. So you have these eight to 11,000 Americans stranded in Afghanistan. 
uh, being told, at least for a half hour or so on the uh, State Department website, that if you don't get to the airport today, you have chosen to stay in Afghanistan and we can't help you. That is almost word for word what it said. That was taken down a while later and they called it a technical error. But the idea that it's somehow a voluntary uh, decision to stay in Afghanistan, well, uh, Richard Engel can set you straight on that uh, in clip 59. So we just left Kabul airport and you go through the American checkpoint and then you're handed over to what looks like another American checkpoint. You see American uniforms, you see soldiers in black jackets, eye protection, new weapons, M4s, perfect condition. They know how to carry them, but they're not American soldiers. They're the Taliban. And they'll drag you out of your car and beat you bloody uh, if you have an American passport or if you are an Afghan with a a visa, because that is proof you collaborated with the great Satan. And that is the situation which people are being told, look, get to the airport or we can't help you. Uh, Good Lord. Some of the reaction from uh, Lindsey Graham, among others, has been as strong as you might guess. Uh, We will get to that, uh, among other things, and we'll move on from Afghanistan as well when we come back. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's a, not the greatest look. We've got now the Taliban says nope, and President Biden has to say nope. You could also look at this as a tremendously humiliating moment of American humiliation, right. leaving, forced to leave on the Taliban's clock. Well, I think history will judge this moment as a, as a very dark period for the United States. The lefty media beating up on the Biden administration. <clears throat> News just came out. The Pentagon has uh, disclosed that they made a helicopter rescue of less than 20 Americans somewhere around the Kabul area. Uh, evidently, we are going out in the cover of darkness and and grabbing people when we can since they can't make it to the airport. Uh, Lindsey Graham has been outspoken on some of this stuff. He's uh, an old friend of Joe Biden. Once he called him the most decent person he knows or something to that effect. But, man, he's just murdering him lately. Uh, clip 60. Well, number one, you got the vice president of the United States talking about what you should do for Christmas in the middle of the biggest splendor since 9-11. You know, ISIS and al-Qaeda have got to be licking their chops after hearing this. What happened here? Biden made a political decision to get everybody, all the troops out by September the 11th. He didn't care about those who helped us. He didn't think through how to get the American citizens out first. He had a political goal. And when the Taliban were advancing, he didn't realize this puts everything into a chaotic environment. You know, Lindsey Graham's an interventionist and, uh, um, you know, you can call him a neocon or whatever. Uh, People have said he's never seen a country he doesn't want to invade. Um, But I think he's right this time. Just the way it was handled was so terrible. Let's give him one more shot in 61. Uh, It's over. It is over. Joe Biden has made up his mind. He's capitulated to the Taliban. Everything that Ali North said is right, we should do. But we've now left thousands of people behind, and we're setting the stage for another 9-11. Joe Biden created a perfect storm to abandon those who helped us and create another 9-11 for this country. You know what I'm worried about in Christmas? I'm worried about an al-Qaeda or uh, ISIS attack against the United States coming from Afghanistan. That's what I'm worried about this Christmas. 
The South Carolinian went on to say that Joe Biden should be impeached, quote, over America's withdrawal from Afghanistan, which he called the most dishonorable thing a commander-in-chief has done in modern times. This is dereliction of duty by the commander-in-chief. This makes it harder to fight future wars. Who's going to help us in the future after we abandon our friends in Afghanistan who fought bravely, um, et cetera? I don't, yeah, I don't know if you can impeach somebody for bad decisions. Well, you can impeach somebody over anything, as we learned. Um, whether you should or not is a decent enough question. Um, I still say Biden is not long for the office. Depends how his dementia progresses. Uh, depends on if they're able to hide it at all. They're probably frantically trying to pound information and perspective into the head of the giggling vice president. Um, just to, the, the Democratic Party's just got to be terrified of the look. The look of having the the senile chief executive step out of the way in favor of just such a mediocre woman. I was talking to uh, a handful of really conservative people. Um, they're, they're bona fides as conservatives. Trust me when I say they are untouchable. They, they were 100% in agreement. They would much rather have Hillary Clinton uh, in charge than Kamala Harris. I mean, Hillary is wrong a lot and, and is soulless and mean, but she's yes. smart as a yes. whip. Yes, yeah. yes, ma'am. And she's smart as a whip and at least has an idea how the international thing works. Now, again, she's wrong about a lot of stuff. I'm not saying I like Hillary, but compared to Kamala Harris, how could you not choose Hillary? Yikes, cripes, what a situation to be in. Uh, one more Afghanistan note, and then we can uh, talk about some other stuff. Um, did you hear about this? A couple of members of Congress made an unannounced trip to Afghanistan uh, on Tuesday to personally witness the evacuation operation there at the soon-to-be-renamed Hamid Karzai Airport. Uh, Seth Moulton, who's a Democrat, and Peter Meyer um, made the trip, which, according to the New York Post, infuriated the White House and the Pentagon and State Department officials who accused them of using vital resources in the midst of the chaotic American withdrawal. <clears throat> Well, I uh, I personally believe, and I know Jack believes, he's, he's run off to take care of some family business, but the idea that Congress people would personally observe what's going on and bring back a bipartisan report on the reality of a critical life-and-death situation is is terrific to me. I think it's fine, especially given the dishonesty and the dissembling and the, the weird, mealy-mouthed, statements of what is plainly not true by the administration. We've received no reports of the Taliban keeping people from the airport. And then immediately, on all the alphabet networks, them going to the reporters in Kabul and saying, uh, the president just said that. Is that true? Uh, No, that's not true at all. In fact, that's the opposite of reality. It's brutally difficult to get to the airport and incredibly dangerous. So in a situation like that where you just can't trust a damn word coming out of Joe Biden's mouth or or, or the uh, increasingly uh, testy Jen Psaki, I love the idea of a Republican and Democrat, both of whom are veterans, by the way, traveling to Afghanistan. Uh, Moulton and Meyer, a Democrat from Massachusetts, Republican from Michigan, warned in a joint statement that U.S. forces, quote, won't get everyone out on time, even if the withdrawal deadline is pushed back to the original idiotic September 11th date. Quote, as members of Congress, we have a duty to provide oversight on the executive branch. Yes, you do. 
Quote, we conducted this visit in secret, speaking about it only after our departure to minimize the risk and disruption to the people on the ground, and we were there to gather information, not to grandstand. It's also worth pointing out that they made sure they were not getting on full flights and denying it anybody a seat, uh, whether incoming or outgoing. Uh, the two lawmakers, both uh, vets, as we mentioned, and members of the House Armed Services Committee, appropriate, remained at Hamid Karzai International Airport for several hours after arriving from the UAE. The journey angered administration officials, of course. How dare you question the bureaucrats of Washington who actually run this country, who have all the power? How dare you represent the people of America in a place and at a time where Americans are dying, perhaps horribly, at the hands of these brutes? Getting back to the uh, the post, the journey angered administration officials, the AP reported, because Moulton and Meyer did not give a heads up to diplomats or military commanders directing ongoing efforts to get Americans and their Afghan allies out of the Taliban-controlled country. Oh, of course, you want to tip off the brass, the high rankers at the State Department and the Defense Department. Hey, we're going to be dropping by to see how things are really going, so if you could, like, take a while to spin and 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 fix it and make sure we only go to where you want us to go uh fair warning we'll be there in a couple of days that would have been idiotic they were there as the eyes and ears of the american people i I think it was a great thing they did and they said some really inspiring things about our young marines and soldiers there in country too uh we'll share that with you when we come back stay around armstrong and getty Continuing our discussion of the two Congress people, one a Democrat, one a Republican, both uh, Armed Services Committee members, both veterans who traveled secretly to Kabul to witness personally the evacuation effort. I was saying, and I know Jack agrees, I think it was a, a great thing to do, a smart thing to do. You're there as the eyes and ears of the American people observing what's actually happening and trying to sort through the constant misinformation, half-truths, or just out-and-out nonsense that's coming from the Biden administration. And I think it is, uh, it's uh, interesting, it's, uh, it's really revealing the reaction from the bureaucrats to Moulton and Meyer doing this. The journey angered administration officials, writes the New York Post and the AP, because Moulton and Meyer did not give a heads-up to diplomats or the military commanders. As we were <clears throat> discussing earlier, well, that would have just gotten them the, the lip service, you know, uh, kabuki theater show where they'd be taken to a hangar and shown a refugee or something like that. No, they wanted to go with their fellow fighting men and uh, and see what was actually happening. And um, <clears throat> one of them tweeted, I guess it was Seth Moulton who tweeted, With Representative Meyer, I visited Kabul Airport to conduct oversight on the evacuation, witnessing our young Marines and soldiers at the gates, navigating a confluence of humanity as raw and visceral as the world has ever seen was indescribable. I'm reminded of Brett Baer's uh, words the other night where he wrapped up a special report asking us to remember um, those young men and women. I think it's almost entirely men, but... um, 
who are dealing with a a situation that will scar them forever, most probably. Um, one official said of the Congress people daring to see what was actually happening, it's as moronic as it is selfish. They're taking seats away from Americans and at-risk Afghans while putting our diplomats and service members at greater risk so they can have a moment in front of the cameras. Okay, let's take a look at that. Number one, they deliberately and specifically made sure they weren't on any full flights. They told the military folks who are flying them, don't put us on anything full. If there are seats open, we'll take them. So that's untrue. Putting our diplomats and service members at greater risk, how, how is that? Just because they're there? Nobody knew they were there. That was the point. So they can have a moment in front of the cameras. They did no grandstanding. None whatsoever. But, of course, and, and some people call it the deep state. I think that's too dramatic. And it's too easily chuckled at by, you know, the left, the big government types. It's the pure, permanent bureaucracy. It's the bureaucrats who think they run the country and should. And they're annoyed. They're annoyed like crazy when you stupid voters or your stupid representatives actually ask them to do their jobs in a way that they don't agree with. They don't see fit to actually get them to break a sweat is just incredibly offensive. How dare you, you paupers? How dare you send your two pauper fools into into my territory and challenge what I'm doing? Moulton responded by tweeting and he, that he and Meyer insisted on leaving in a plane that was not full and a seat designated for crew so that we didn't take a seat from someone else. The House Speaker, of course, fell in line and said, please don't go to Afghanistan during this time of danger. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's fine. Um, you know, if you disagree, uh, we'll take your opinion. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Um, I think they did it right. I think they did it for the right reasons. And one of their main points was there is no way we can complete this by the August 31st uh, deadline. In fact, they said we couldn't even get it done by September 11th, the the uh, original idiotic deadline. Here's Here's what I'm seeing with the Taliban and that deadline. And I hope I'm right. My confidence is medium high on this. I've seen this in a lot of negotiations where there is a uh, a, an end date, uh, a a D-day, if you will, and the two sides at an impasse will uh, negotiate and posture like crazy until the very last minute trying to get as much as they possibly can out of the other side, and all the while insisting that there was no way that they could continue or extend or whatever. Um, and then when that day comes, uh, the Taliban and the United States will make uh, side-by-side uh, announcements, descriptions of what has been agreed to and with what terms. Those uh, announcements will be vastly different from each other because both sides will be spinning like crazy. But I have a feeling we will either lay an enormous amount of cash or weapons on the Taliban, um, and they will agree to extend a little bit. Um, Whether that's going to be long enough to get all our people out, given the fact that they are poisoning the well by making it nearly impossible for our people to get to the airport, how that shakes out is that's where my 
uh, lack of confidence starts. That's where my uncertainty is, because that's such a brutal game of hardball, and as, as cowardly and feckless and sanity as Joe Biden is, and yes, I intentionally use the word sanity, they just debate. They just make speeches and debate in their suits, then have their staffers write up the laws that the House of Representatives will ignore. The Senate is a great institution in some ways, but it's just so puffed up. And Joe Biden is such a creature of the Senate that, you know, even somebody as as, as senity as that at some point is going to have to punch the bully in the face if they continue to do what they're doing. And that's when it could explode and get get really, really ugly. Uh, we'll see. I guess we'll all find out together in the, the span of the next couple of weeks. Uh, Michael, we need a little transition music. I suggest for the purpose, uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Watts, the great, the late, great Charlie Watts and the Rolling Stones, as you've never heard them before, clip number seven. Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the face. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Wake up in the morning, there's a pop that really says life. This is for you and you and you. The Stones, 1964, Rice Krispies commercial. Just fabulous. I find myself thinking about uh, the Foo Fighters doing some hard-rocking Special K commercial or Mumford and Sons warbling harmonically about... uh, Is harmonically a word? Uh about uh, Fruit Loops or something like that. <laughs> of course, Mumford & Sons, who's a banjo player, had to leave because he dares disagree with the uh, lefty orthodoxy. Anyway, uh, the transition music was because I wanted to tell you this. The uh, highly anticipated by very few people um, report, the classified report from the intelligence community on the origins of the Chinese bat fever. Sorry, folks, it is inconclusive inconclusive as to whether the pathogen jumped from an animal to a human as part of a natural process or escaped from the lab in Wuhan, where they studied exactly that sort of virus with poor safety standards. Uh, Inconclusive. Bullshit. Yeah, Mr. President, you're right there. In the same way that, whoa, say, I don't know, let's let's not use me. Let's say uh, uh, um, uh, Joe Jones uh, decides that he is no longer fond of his roommate. Mr. Jones' uh, roommate ends up uh, gone. Nobody ever sees him again. Seems odd. He's got a job. He's got family. He's got friends. And he's just disappeared. Well, the police knock on Joe Jones' door, and they say to Joe, uh, Hey, hey, your roommate Jimmy, where is he? I don't know. I haven't seen him. All right. Well, uh, can we come in and check the place? Uh, Six months from now would be good. Six months from now. All right, next March or so. Next March, why don't we say the first? Uh, yeah, March 1st will do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the cops finally show up next March, and they search the place and then come back and say, you know, it's inconclusive whether Joe Jones uh, murdered his roommate, Jimmy. Yeah, of course it's inconclusive. Communist Chinese have committed a crime that will kill millions. It's already more than 4 million people globally. That, that we know of. I mean, India and, and your third world countries are doing their best to keep track, but they're, you know, cremating people as fast as they can, so they have no idea. Um, wreck national economies. The, com- the communist Chinese, 
Never mind old Joe and Jimmy in their apartment. Uh, the communist Chinese have murdered millions and millions of people, and they will get away with it because the WHO and the American media let them cover up the crime by uh, punking, by shouting down, by mocking anybody who suggested that it's possible that uh, the uh, gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute had led to an escape. It was utterly impossible. It was abhorrent. It was obscene to suggest that some worker at that institute somehow brought the virus home and it started to spread. And all of the media, because they hated Trump, joined in on the effort to silence even asking the question. There's a profile in the New York Times uh, over the weekend, I guess, a couple of days ago, about a young woman. Uh, She's a a virologist. And she has been looking into rather publicly and uh, aggressively which explanation is more, uh, uh, more likely to be true. Uh, Very even-handed. She says, I don't have any proof it came from the lab. I just think it ought to be investigated. She's getting murdered by the scientific establishment even now. Even now. I don't think we'll ever know for the reasons that I was just stating, but the idea that the inquiry itself is somehow unholy, could that be motivated, do you think, by a bunch of scientists who are high and mighty and confident, as superachievers tend to be, But they're high and mighty and confident that they can be trusted to conduct these experiments that are very, very dangerous. And they resent, for personal reasons, professional reasons, financial reasons, anybody who calls into question their super genius ability to do what they see fit. That was the story at the beginning when old uh, Peter Daszak, who's one of the most evil people on the planet, organized that group of uh, 19 scientists to say it's impossible, completely impossible to escape from the lab where I was financing the work. And anybody who claims it is a Trump-loving lunatic and must be silenced. Silence! And the American media went along with it. Unbelievable. Reports inconclusive, folks. Sorry, we just don't know. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Sony released the official teaser trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, and it already has over 200 million views. In the trailer, Spider-Man visits Doctor Strange and asks him to turn back time. Then President Biden shows up and asks for the same thing. (laughs) What do you know? How how are you doing? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Jack is here via phone. Yeah, I'm sitting outside the emergency room where we're going to do apparently a full 24 hours here. Anyway, maybe I'll talk about that another day. Er, er, McGird. Um, So speaking of movies, uh, the Spider-Man movie there, this is the new route to fame in America, if you care about that sort of thing, in celebrity. Uh, Roll us clip number six, Michael, would you please? 
and action. From TikTok to Netflix, Addison Rae's first movie comes out this week. The social media star shows off her acting skills in He's All That, a remake of the late 90s high school rom-com She's All That. Makeovers are my thing. And the 20-year-old tells me that before her TikTok fame, Hollywood wasn't really part of the plan. I was going to study journalism and hopefully, you know, be a reporter and be on TV. And that's kind of what my goal was. But I didn't really know how possible um, anything else was. I, I grew up in a small town. He's All That. It's Netflix on Friday. So, uh, from TikTok to the movie screen, uh, if you've spent any time on TikTok at all, that's not the least bit surprising. The amount of talent and humor and performing skill and such is is amazing. You know, it reminds me of the you know the Justin Bieber YouTube to record contract to global fame continuum. I mean, it's just it's a completely new paradigm and. And the gatekeepers, I mean, it must be so easy to be like a talent scout these days, or it's either easy or impossible because there's so much of it, and you can see it 24-7. Yeah, I think it's more impossible because they don't need you. Um, I can't imagine how you charge anybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, two things on that. One, there are way more, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, there are way more talented people than the gatekeepers ever led you to believe. I mean, you learn that from... Netflix and everything else. There are people that can write shows, act in shows, direct shows that are way better than the people that NBC, ABC, CBS have been hiring over the years. Way better. Well, and they and had you, no way to get a break before. Right. And, you know, it's funny. It just occurred to me that it, it made sense financially for sales for the record companies to promote the idea that the rock stars were one in a million miracle talents and a handful of them are you know i could name the ones i think they're especially incredibly talented but oh my gosh if you spend any time going out and listening to live music which still survives uh, today uh you will once a month or so come across somebody you you think they could be a global superstar as easily as as anybody who is Oh, yeah, or recorded music. Geez, I mean, you know, you go through uh, Spotify or Apple Music or whatever streaming service you got. There are gazillions of you've never heard of them bands that are freaking fantastic in whatever genre you want. Oh, you know, it's funny. I I went fishing uh, the other day, and the guide who took me, um, he he said, what kind of music you want to listen to? I said, play me something I haven't heard. And so he, uh, he, he throws on a friend of a friend, uh, and both his friend and the friend of a friend had been on The Voice, you know, on, on whatever network has that show, uh-huh. which I haven't really watched. Um, but, uh, and both these guys were Blake like. the Shelton one? That's the yes. Blake Shelton and, uh, and his wife, uh, Gwen Stefani, judge people. Yeah, and you you choose what team you're on, or the the judges uh, say whether they want you on their team, and then they train you allegedly. But both these guys were like, oh my god, talented vocalists. The one guy's really good country songwriter. I mean, that's that doesn't exactly scratch me where I itch, but I can hear a quality when I hear it. And they were both like global superstar level talents, and you know they'll probably put out a handful of releases and then then get a job installing air conditioning systems or something. Right. Right. Well, I've got a final thought on this, but I'll save it. And now it's final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty.
Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew who's working, uh, thanks to the COVID going around. Michelangelo in the control room, pressing the buttons. Michael, final thought? Yeah, my final thought is when the radio gig finally ends, I think I'm going to have to get on TikTok or make a YouTube channel or go on OnlyFans. That's how I'm going to make my retirement money. Yeah, I think that's a that's a beautiful idea. Uh, young Alex is working from home, doing a fine job, but not connected to, to talk to. So, Jack, a final thought for us? Speaking of OnlyFans, they announced today, oh, never mind about that whole porn thing. You can still have porn. <laughs> they changed their mind. Um, and I can't blame young people who try to become famous. I mean, I'm a minor celebrity, so I realize it's not all that it's cracked up to be. But if I were young today, I would have spent all my time trying to become famous, either musically or from a humor standpoint or something. I would have done that all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. I'm I'm awed by the talent out there. Uh, you know, my final thought uh, kind of relates to what you're dealing with right now, Jack. I have, since I've been a little kid, um, like medium grumpy. It's just the way I'm made. I tend to see what's wrong. Um, I'm reminding myself as hard as I can uh, to practice gratitude and look at the positives in life and, and, and lighten the hell up. Because I think, you know, pain is coming no matter who you are in the life you're living. So, you know, enjoy it when things are good. Appreciate it. That is a good idea because pain is a coming. Life is suffering. The Buddha was right. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. The Buddha was right. Oh, so many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Oh, man, do we have a lot of great hot links. Check it out. All the stuff we've been talking about, the interview, the the, the, uh, the, the videos, it's all under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com. If you missed a chunk of the show, get it via the podcast at the same place. Pick yourself up some swag. We will see you tomorrow. Who knows where we'll be on what story. God bless America. Have you been a good little Nazi? This is an incredibly emotional time. This is beyond dumb. Empty. Be very, better careful. Go away! You're about to open a pit of hell! I won't win it! Remember, they're just jokes. There's a hole in the sand where our base once was. Somebody's <laughs> making money. <laughs> Tom and SoCal. Let I know? Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.